Welcome to the Shulamite Podcast, an extension of Shulamite Ministries and Shulamite.com, with weekly interviews and teaching with author and speaker Martha Kilpatrick and hosted by John Enslow. This weekly podcast is a way to stay connected to the ministry. So come experience anointed messages, not giving just another method, but a living impartation. So I want to read to you the last verse in the Bible. Revelation twenty-two twenty-one. The grace, blessing, and favor. Listen, the grace, blessing, and favor of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, be with you, who are set apart for God, and to be, as it were, exclusively His. All the grace and blessing you need for forgiveness, for the work of hearing, all of that is given to you as the blessing and favor and grace. Grace grace means mercy and power. God will give you the power to live your own life, to go through the worst of it and become richer. The Lord, the blessing and favor of Jesus Christ the Messiah be with you who are set apart for God, as it were, exclusively his. We, we need to understand the Lord's going to work in our life till all we have is Jesus. Get ready for that stripping and that, that chastening and that agenda of the Holy Spirit is to bring you to Jesus Christ to live in his presence and his glory and his wonder and his love forever and ever and ever. So thank you, Lord, for such a provision that's so total. We have everything we need to do the work of living with you. We have everything we need already in place. I have not seen or ear heard, neither then it in the heart of man, all the things that God has prepared for those who love him. So amen. I was just thinking about that verse in Revelation where Jesus says he is, he was, and he is to come. And that those words all kind of connecting to that scripture in Ecclesiastes 3.15 that, and I've heard somebody say this, probably you, Martha, that God wants to go back for us to experience him in those situations, to know that he was there in that situation, whether I chose, you know, as a kid to be afraid or to try to fix things or all of my character flaws, as you put them, is irrelevant because he is, he was, and he is to come. He was there, even though as a kid, I couldn't connect or I didn't connect. Not that maybe I couldn't, but I didn't connect that he was there solving those things. In the same light, um, I would say, uh, not so much biblical, but the, the illustration is often given that our story is the tapestry that God is making. He sees what he's doing from up above. All we see is threads and yarns down below that make absolutely no sense and looks chaotic and messy and just frustrating because we'd like to, okay, what is the purpose? What is the direction? And I think uh, my experiences have gotten older, and I don't know if it's just age or, um, you know, uh, Ephesians 4 says that basically 
um, that we are sealed in him until we reach our full salvation. If that's what he means by reaching your full salvation, where you begin to see things. He gives you glimpses, whether he sort of lets a little bit drop down and you go, oh, you know, you see a part of the tapestry that he'd woven in the past that he was doing. And the result is um, amazement and also just increases our love for him. And at times, regret on our part that we didn't trust him, that we didn't believe. As he was with the disciples at times when their unbelief, he would get angry with them. You know, why, you know, casting out a demon, whatever, you know, if you just believed, why don't you? It has that result sometimes, is to see that, yes, he is suffering. <laughs> wow, he was doing all that, and I just thought it was a mess. I just thought it was, you know, chaos and angry and frustrated because I couldn't understand how this helped me or helped my life. And so that's the other side of it is, is the tapestry illustration of that he's weaving our story, our tapestry that one day we'll see and be able to cast, take that and put it at his feet and thank him for what he has done in our life. You've got plenty to say about triggers. How do you spot a trigger that it is a trigger? You did you did that for me by by showing me. Uh, your own testimonies. Well, okay. So this scenario that that we're experiencing right now with the shelving and the pallet lifting pallet jack and everything like that. Um, I have spent the entire week fighting with these people, trying to get them to deliver this thing here. I've gone through every possible option. And the end result of it all is I'm powerless. And I have felt powerless in my life for so many things right now. And I've, um, I've talked and I've said, listen, uh, I'm doing this whole thing right now by myself. I don't have any ability to do forward movement. I used to have the time and the energy and the, and the, wherewithal to do forward moving things where I'm literally just maintaining there's nothing forward right now. And it makes me feel completely, it, it hearkens to your failure. And so I'm struggling with the fear of failing. I'm struggling with that. I'm completely powerless in every aspect of my life. And that's hearkening all back to childhood enmeshment with my mom and all that kind of stuff. It just, I was powerless to fix back then, but I was required to do it. And now I'm <laughs> powerless to do anything, and I still have to do it. So he's bringing back that old wound and that old story and old trauma and putting it in my face. And I've told Miles this. I've said, listen, I know that right now I have to face this again, but I have something that I didn't have back then. I didn't have salvation back then. I didn't have Christ's life back then. I had just 
white knuckle it out. Now I have him, but that's even painful. I mean, you know that it's been my, I've, I've written it on the blog, that my my earliest childhood memory of church is not singing. He's, I am weak and he is strong. I would freaking not do it. No. Hell no. You can be strong, but I'm going to be strong too. Well, no, you're not. You're weak, weak, weak. And I am. And he's constantly trying to say, you're weak. I'm like, I don't want to be weak. Because it hits on my manhood. It hits on my value and my worth. And so I'm completely triggered <laughs> by the whole thing. And I can't get out of it. And I can't solve anything. And I'm trying. But I'm not able to do it. This is for us. I, you are my brother. Dave is your brother. Jean is your brother. Don is your sister. Jackie is your sister. We're all, you've had, we've all had Martha's mothering. We all know that. But we are a family. And you're not alone anymore. Here is the great news is you're not alone. But the thing is, you don't have a family. You don't have that family. You're so used to doing it on your own. Here we are. Well, I've been sitting here thinking from the very beginning. And if I get this wrong biblically, y'all just forgive me and somebody correct me. But I think when Abraham was struggling so much, and his, and his father-in-law came and gave yeah. him the advice of divvy this out. Divvy this out. You know, uh, what I see wrong in this whole scenario is is and this is me speaking out of my ignorance, maybe. But some things you got to let go of. You, you're not super. You cannot do all this. And I think God's telling you you can't do all this. And you have to dole some stuff out. And uh, I don't know. That's all I got to say. I just, I just think you're asking much of yourself. Nobody can do what you've been trying to do. I mean, it may have been easier years ago, but it's, it's a lot harder now. It's a lot harder. It really is. We hope you've enjoyed the Shulamite podcast. For all the latest from Shulamite Ministries, please visit us at shulamite.com, where you'll find Martha's daily devotions, posts from getalongwithgod.com and the online library of all of Martha's writings. At Shulamite.com, downloading the free Shulamite app is easy, and livingchristianbooks.com is only a click away. Thank you for joining us on this journey to discover a God worth knowing.